Hey everybody, uh, it's a frame rate. Huh? Ah, ah, wow, this is where we rate eyebrows. frames. We, uh, we rate frames and we watch it a movie and we talk about the frames on them. And, uh, you know, so in order to do that, we need to intro ourselves. And I'm Abe Epperson, one of the hosts. And I'm being joined by my co-host. Say your thing. Michael Swaim. There has to be more than that, right? More of a what, mission what statement or format. That we, watch, we rate frames. We watch it the movie. We, we talk it about movie, it the we frames. We rate it frames. Uh, I don't see anything wrong here. I this like to perfect. think we bring, you know cogent insight to films that may have otherwise fallen by the wayside if not for the spotlight well, that we alone could provide and here to help us do that is our very special guest mr soren Bowie. welcome frame rate frame rate we yeah. watch a movie and we talk about it frame rate That's, frame rate dude, in this one it's all yeah. about love and toe picks it's a toe pick it's a toe pick podcast that's right yeah so you guys wow. can uh, use that as your song from now on that can be your Thank intro you. it's already Dude. it's now my text incoming text sound <laughs> toe pick <laughs> toasty <laughs> Man, fu fucking cutting edge oh before we begin uh i want let, let's hear it let's hear it for phaedrus who uh picked the flick Pick the flick tier on on small beans. You, you can choose at a movie that we cover. And, uh, and you know, Abe. Yes. Someday yeah. it's gonna not be Good okay job. to casually mimic Italian accents. And Italian on that day, accents? sir. Yeah. I will, well, on that day, I'll you. be seen as a bigot. And I, I think what? what Michael's saying is that milk it as long as you can. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> not today. So wait, sorry. Who'd you say the shout out was to this time? Phaedrus. Phaedrus. It's another Woo! Phaedrus. Woo! Thank you, Phaedrus. And I'll just Thank say, you, yeah, Phaedrus either knew that it had been far too long since we talked to Soren and that this would be a perfect Soren movie, or is just a Terry O'Quinn aficionado. I like to think both. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Amazing Terry mm. O'Quinn in this. But um, we usually kick things off on frame rate by asking our guests, so Soren, what is your relationship, if any, to the cutting edge? I believe I get the impression this is not the first time you've seen the cutting edge. No, it was a real treat to go back to, though. I think I watched it right around yeah. the time it came out, which is like 93, 92 or 93. And uh, uh, my friend Ed and I watched it together. Well, we watched all winter sports movies <laughs> and yeah. we uh, we would say topic to each other constantly thinking that was uh, really funny. Uh -huh. And I watched it this Very time memorable. and thought, I don't actually understand the joke. <laughs> I was going to ask you to explain it. Yep, yep. They even fumble the joke later, too. Well, they, it's, it's great. It's, it turns out the it's not the only joke they fumble along the way. But, yeah, but uh, ooh, there's, ooh, it doesn't make any sense when he says it to her. So, like, the do, yes. should I, should I, like, do we should explain the premise of this movie? Or, or could I yeah, just, just get into it? Basic, sure. Give us a basic sure. paragraph or something. Um, okay, you know? so it's. If you were going to search for this movie, you'd have a hard time finding the genre because it's probably not a sports movie and it's also probably not a um, a rom-com either. It's like somewhere in between and it's about a hockey player whose career is over or before it even begins, a phenom hockey player who then has to try becoming a figure skating pair with a woman who will not take any partner on. She hates all her partners. She's a great figure skater. Got to tame that wild stallion, man. Yeah. Mm. And in becoming partners, you'll never guess what happens. They fall in love. Oh. 
and win the Olympics at the they, same instant. And they win they the do. Olympics. Yes. They kiss at the Olympics when everyone's like, good Lord, that was the greatest skating we've ever seen. And the first time life. they mutually yes. orgasm, someone yes. holds up a little placard that says 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's the combination of those two forces, winning yes. a sport mm-hmm. and achieving love. It's great. Yeah. Yep. It's it's actually like very much like Rocky. We don't like totally know that they yeah. do in the Olympics, though. I mean, it they really That's get true. out of this movie as fast as possible. They do I their mean, last performance. Yeah. We don't even get like they don't even rate it. They don't grade or anything. They kiss, but we and then it ends. They kiss, and everyone is clapping, and everyone in the fan. I mean, everyone in the crowd is loving the shit out of this. I mean, performance. they're loving it, but we don't know, right? You know, we've also had foreshadowing earlier that. This, it's not fair ratings that the judges are not right. impartial and that sometimes you have a really stellar performance and then you get five sixes whatever those are yeah exactly and yeah. it doesn't really <laughs> it doesn't means. dig into that like there's no causality to that it's like yeah i guess they don't they bear some grudge against our heroes for <laughs> this faceless consort of like devils yes. hates our heroes for some reason they and don't like changes their mind efficiently yeah, yeah. And they don't like what they represent for the sport, you know? That's true. The new hotness. So the new hotness. <laughs> what I gleaned players. from context about Topic, yes. which first I thought was like, hey, are you getting a look at my camel toe back there? And I, then I, <laughs> I realized, then I took myself down a few notches and was like, surely not that. Surely not that. Yeah. Because she did the thing where she mooned her coach and skated away. Yeah, she uh, did. While yeah. flipping the double deuces, I believe, or something. Uh, but anyway... Yeah. Isn't it that hockey player skates mm-hmm. don't have a toe pick because they don't stop on a dime? Figure skaters do. And she was using that difference between their skates and his in, a lack of familiarity with her style to make him the fool, the buffoon. She was. That's right. She was getting out in front of him. So like every time, yeah. yes, he wasn't used to having essentially breaks on the front of his skates. And so yeah. she would get deep out in front of him so that he couldn't keep up with her. And as he'd like reach out to try and do that, he'd lean forward on his skates and then fall on his face. But then mm-hmm. at a certain point, he tricks her into thinking she's really injured him. And then, but this is with yeah. like a hockey puck. And then he pulls off this bandage that apparently a doctor has helped him put on yeah. <laughs> just yeah. to trick her. And he, yeah. he does have a massive wound on his face, but he goes, <laughs> it's just fine. He goes, toe pick. It's, it's not as bad yeah, as you thought like it's it gotcha. was. <laughs> it's not like get good. It's like gotcha. So he has like a child's understanding of her joke, which is not even that good or hard to understand. No, but I, so I made note of a few other jokes that they did throughout where I was like, wait, Wait, what? Right. One of what? one of them is uh, when they first they're at the Calgary Olympics when they first meet, which is this is not the one they win. The win they win is the Albertville or Albertville or whatever you call it in France. Yeah. Um, and then the Calgary Olympics, <laughs> the Calgary Olympics they there meet, they bump into each other, and uh, she goes, uh, he gets up, he's like, which way is the ice? Which way is the ice? And she goes, well, were you born in a barn? And I'm and I just want that to sink in as a joke, <laughs> right, yeah. because what is the, when I was growing yeah. up, you would ask somebody if they were born in a barn if they leave a door open, because like barn doors, like who gives yes, a shit? Yes, that's the classic. Yeah, but they run into each other, and then he's rude to her, and she says, "What were you born in a barn?" And <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work there. Isn't that I mean, it's, when? Well, I that also has really creepy overtones, like jingoism overtones, because that's when he says. <laughs> So he knocks this woman down. She says, what were you raised in a barn? And he says, honey, 
where I was raised, we stand for the national anthem. Oh, yes. that's right. That's right. It's a pretty rough introduction to our dude. Yeah, she's on the ground, sprawled out. Because he knocked her over. He knocked and, her. and then he's also fascinating to me that she's like the Chandler of this movie and that she only really has one joke, which is that exact phrasing. Other lines from the movie are, what'd you do, soak them in battery acid? Yeah, what is his, this? The final hands. stage of Ukrainian alcohol psychosis? Yes. What'd you do? Shower once a week? Like skate much? <sighs> That's her deal. That's her thing. I mean That's her brand he, of comedy. He starts doing that too. He has a few horrible things that he says to her. Like, what are you afraid you're gonna get fat when she <laughs> doesn't have a drink? <laughs> yeah, he tries to he's gonna shame her into drinking alcohol by saying, What are you afraid you're gonna get fat? And then we just move on. <laughs> I also love the one point when they're like starting the date or whatever. He has a line, which is, you know, a good line that I like to use when I'm dating, which is, I never knew you had so many teeth. Yeah. Do you guys remember yeah. that? What the fuck is it this movie's writing? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. There's one that really made me angry because like, I don't, it, it's, there's some weird, you get to see the tracks of editing in it or something or like a, a script editing because right. there's one where he, right. where she's testing out a new person, a new guy. He's not going to work. And like they're doing this spinning move beforehand, like the sit spin or mm. whatever the fuck it's called. And he's not getting it. And she says, what he needs is a, is a, a trip back to wherever he lives. Like he needs a, tri- a ride to the airport. And she says, I've got laundry that can skate better than that. What? And laundry? Right. But they're doing a spin move, which means like it should. I, it's so easy to just say. I've got laundry that can spin better than that, which makes me think at some point there was yeah. somebody in the in the writing who was like, or the producer or somebody was like, I don't, I do we remember that they were spinning fifteen seconds ago? I mean, this is about yeah, ice skating. Yeah. Yeah. Can we make it? Can we make the skate better than that? That's funny. Think about ice skate. Think about laundry ice skating. Can you Isn't spin like a snow cone, like a shaved ice, <laughs> like that spinner, that tumbler? <laughs> I think people will get that. I don't think that's a stretch. <laughs> this is. We did a good job today. <laughs> uh, and I, I watched that one, and then I went and turned on subtitles after that because I was like, that they cannot have said. Uh, no skate way. better. That can't be true. And so I went back and lo- watched it. And I was like, no, they definitely say skate. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. Well, this is the kind uh, of movie that has a literal. I like. I can't believe there's a like plot load bearing construct that is literally the thing where there's like an experimental routine they could do. <laughs> But the coach is like, no, no, it's too dangerous. And then you, they look at the experimental routine together and they're like, is that a bounce spin into a throw? No way. That's illegal. So like, <laughs> they're going to save. This is the type of movie where they're going to save the day using an experimental routine. They, let's, let, let me just say this. The resolution of the plot of this film can be boiled down to the female of the pair saying, you know what? I have been a bitch. Swing me around like a club so that my head is a few inches from the ice. And he's like, finally, I love you. Yeah, and she says, she says, he says, you didn't have to do that. And she says, yes, I do, because I love you. I needed to be swung around like that to prove to you that I love you. Uh, It it is crazy. Yeah, and also like the way that the coach is, he comes up with this thing. He's been working on this, this new spin for a very long time. But it's not like he's got he has no way to show it to them other than he's drawn out sketches of it that he puts on the ice for them to That's see. That's right. It's yeah. like, surely there's another medium available to you, even in 1993. Yeah, I 
no, he's no, it's that hypothetical. It's a flip book. It's, it's, it's like physics. <laughs> the, you can't. You have to do math in order to pull it off. Um, I, I, what I did like about this movie is that there, I didn't know either of those people. I did not recognize them from a single movie in my entire life, and I thought they were Meyer both Kelly great. Kelly and J.B. Sweeney. Yes, Meyer Kelly. Oh, I don't. I still don't recognize them from anything. In fact, their their faces are already fading away as we and discuss them. Not even like other movies of the era where it was. I, I would feel like, oh, okay, they they were really giving this person a shot, and nothing. I mean, yeah. I went and looked at their IMDb's, and I was like, no, I don't, I don't know you from anything. Yeah, I mean, he had a big role because he was Shoeless Joe Jackson in Eight Men Out. Okay, okay. Have you seen that one? And that's like kind of a big role, and he was pretty good in that. I also know he was in Fire in the Sky. But yeah, he did not have a long... I mean, he had a pretty good career. He's still working. But like, it's crazy for how much... There's some p- actors that like for no reason whatsoever, they get in my brain and I'm like, oh yeah, J.B. Sweeney, baby. But like, <laughs> I can't name you know more than three movies and all the movies I name are like the medi- like mediocre films. Like, I, maybe he's on TV or did something. Wasn't he in like NYPD Blue or something? I don't know. TV. Whatever. Yeah. He's, he had a... He had, he's had a career... He's known. Yeah. And so is she from, but she was like, kind of like an indie darling, like kind of like uh, she was in Fire Walk With Me, the okay. Twin Peaks movie. Yeah. Um, but like, other than that, she does not have that much of a credit at this point in her career. So it's a big gamble on everyone's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yet writer. it's not. It's the most formulaic. And yet it's a hybrid. Yeah. It's like yeah. uh, a gamble on the idea of peanut butter and chocolate tasting good together. Yeah. You're like, that's a that's safe right. gamble. <laughs> yeah, why don't right. you try it? They they do spend a lot of time at just the her archetype is just bitch. They call her a bitch a lot in it. Yeah. They frequently are like calling her the ice queen, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um any she's you're supposed to watch this movie and think, yeah, some women are just difficult. <laughs> and that's like what your takeaway is. And then when she softens up and warms to him, we're like, yeah, that's what a, right. that's what a bitch should do. And uh, that's really not a great <laughs> right. message. It's not a good message at all. It's definitely how rom-coms of this era were designed, though. Yeah. The gendering is very real. Yes. You know, Uh and I think that, that there's some there's a lot of psychology and therapy needed to if we correct this. It's kind all of the taming of movie. the shrew's fault. It legitimized this dynamic. <laughs> it is nice. And now I guess. everyone can say it's an archetype. Yeah. yeah, that we can watch it now and be like, oh no, that's that's not I, how humanity works. That's wrong. That's I good. will say yeah. I, I watched this with my mom, and she said "what a bitch" several times in Act One, and then my favorite, like live response the whole time was when they pick him up the russian coach picks him up at a construction site and gives him his last chance right to skate again professionally which is to basically be the hype man you just have to be able to lift her and hold her and not fuck up she's the star right um be the hype man for this lady and they pull up to her house and he's in his dirty construction outfit and it's a mansion my mom literally like sat up and went oh this will be interesting. <laughs> like, yes. Here we go. 1992 we is go. leaving its spell. <laughs> now, hold on. Can it we talk like... for a second about the construction site where the Russian coach finds him? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Of course. I have a couple of questions. Number one, <laughs> what is his job? Like, what is he, For a while, he's at like a smokestack doing his job. He's wearing like a jumpsuit. And he's covered mm-hmm. in soot. 
and like they gets in a truck and goes back to a bar and then later he's working on a construction site it's not clear to me what his blue collar job is while he's not playing hockey oh i think that they just assume that he had like you're gonna read he has multiple jobs because he needs okay. to like fill up all the time okay uh i think that's what they're doing because it's a it's like blue collar but it's also like he needs to be like a john mcclain everything yes. has to be kind of like shitty for him uh, <laughs> i thought because that's it's funny that I mean, you mentioned the only like biosphere of blue collar work that we didn't touch all my notes say are he works at a dock. So I thought he worked at a dock. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and then I wrote later, oh wait, it's Duluth, Minnesota. Do they have docks? <laughs> Do they have docks? We see him like at yeah. quitting time and he's got one of those steel pail lunch boxes and he's yeah. in a jumpsuit and filthy. And it's like he's walking away from some tower some smoke towers. And I'm like, I yeah, we don't know what that job that. is. But then later he's <laughs> he's hanging from a beam. By right. like one arm and hammering, to do ha- hammering some shit. <laughs> hammering, good lord, that's not. And by the way, just, when he, he'll do anything, babe. When he gets home from his job, his brother says, "Quote: Are you gonna fight me? Gonna fight the world? You gonna fight everybody? Well, put me on the list, pal. Come on, let's yeah. go." And then he says, "Make your own sandwich," because there's a weird runner of the brother. One brother saying, "Make me a sandwich," to the <laughs> other one that I feel like was a pretty easy lift. They could have yeah. just rem- like it. It never Resolve paid their off. Differences. <laughs> the, the, well, <laughs> they, they not once does JB Sweeney say to Wire Kelly, "Make me a sandwich." No. <laughs> Despite the era, that never happens. <laughs> that never once happened in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no bartender. Get used to it. God, there's that. His whole relationship with his brother is really funny. I mean, I know what they're doing because the sandwich bit is like. You'll always have a home here, but like you're at the end of the rope in terms of like our good graces. Oh. Like we're not going to make it easy for you. Like you can have a sandwich, but you have to make it. I see. I mean, that's what they're doing with that. But like it's weird. It's like a weird metaphor and not really needed as he's going to like meet a woman who changes his life. That's... Like what, what is this whole sequence? It's, I didn't even register with me that he was eating up all his goodwill with his brother. And that yeah, that's what that exactly. was. He was literally eating it up. Yeah. Um, okay. Like, that makes more sense. Yeah. I just thought, what are we doing? <laughs> why, are, why is the sandwich so important to this fight? There's a, you know, that's a re- great question for this movie because there's a lot of montages and shit too that I'm like, this is not necessary. You already did this. Yeah. Like, I don't need to. There's so many times that they prove to us how good they are. Right. At their independent things. I, yeah. And I guess that's the fun and games of it, but it's just like, that you, I think you were really right when you said like it doesn't know if it's a rom com or if it's a sports movie because it, it takes from both and it does neither. It doesn't do either very well. Oh, you think it does neither? Well, I think that it does. All right, it has let's the get scenes, into this. Let's it, judge this thing seriously. It doesn't. It doesn't like do the complete. When you think of like major league or something like that, they that is designed to efficiently line up the beats so that you you are super happy when they win right? right this one they do a thing where they and i think it's actually smart they know that like we as as viewers will watch their relationship culminating as a kind of metaphor for their success professionally but i do think that because of that you don't have the scene where they like you get real quick scenes where they like the in the rom-com 
they're typically like there's one last beat where the two the couple is like no it's fucked it's never gonna work out it's like the dark night of the soul right in a sports movie that's a very different thing that usually comes at the final game you're deep into act three and then that happens in this movie it happens like in the rom-coms in the rom-com slot and so you don't really feel the tension at the very end they have to facilitate this weird like oh you fucked this woman or something like that i forget what they do Um, they literally do the friends we were on a break because we're on a break what's funny is she this is the whole arc as the plot is stitched together point a she has never had a drink point b one way that they're getting closer is he pressures her socially into finally drinking Point C, he's too good a guy to have sex with her while she's drunk. Point mm-hmm. D, he has random sex with some stranger that night. And then that's the break. And then she catches him and he's like, we were, you threw me out of your room. And she's like, well, I wanted you to bone me when I was drunk. And he's like, I don't do that. And then I ask, well, why'd you get her drunk then? She never drank before. Um, but, you know, they get over it. Yeah, that is. So you didn't oh, feel like, triumphant when he swings her around no, like a club. Swings around like a club, or you don't feel that fulfills at least the promise of the slot. It does. Like, they fulfill, do the special move that no one could do. They do the special. I mean, that's the thing is all the things are there. Yeah, all the pieces there. are there, but they're they're just like mentioned and they're quickly done because they have to do so much shit. Like they have to f- track all of the different plot lines. There, it is interesting they're how they have to pack two different movies into one because of that. Yeah. And so like, you really feel it. Yeah. You see, I know you're, it's like you, uh, when you put out, when you like lay out the formula of how a sports movie is supposed to work or how a rom-com is supposed to work, they are diametrically opposed. You're absolutely right. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't get the tension resolved of both at the very end of a movie like that. It's kind of like Mm-mm. you can, you can tack on love to a sports movie like major league or something like that. But you can't it doesn't work to try and do both and also i don't know yeah. if these people are good enough skaters that you could make a a really good fun oh, where it's just like movie. look at the skating oh my god yeah yeah where they're gonna you're gonna be able to watch and be like i know that it's going well it's as, like a, as somebody who yeah, yeah who doesn't care about skating yeah. i can look at that and know that that's good yeah they do a lot of tricks on you from like filmmaker tricks to make you think that they're really good i actually think that the stunt skaters are pretty impressive like the oh, whoever's yeah. flipping her around like a club kudos to you right. sir. but uh, and also you the club lady you're, <laughs> you're nailing well. it but, right. but honestly like hey, they, if we're being honest i mean the swingers doing most of the work but you know you're I not mean, fucking right. it up you're, you're there and you're contributing <laughs> i love it but hey if you look over like the music montages of them skating most of it is in like low shutter mm-hmm. it's choppy yeah. and so it makes it choppy and it makes you not really quite see all the naturalistic like fuck up someone might actually make when you're skating so gloriously and it's not i don't know it's just like show slow shutter speed is not very flattering it's not like graceful which is what figure skating's big deal is Uh and i just thought that that was a weird you think you'd want 60 fps 4k like yeah sports like they film the olympics like yeah here's the thing that shit so if you think about it as combining two as hybridizing two genres it kind of has structural problems. But what about if you think of it as the fever dream of like, almost like a James Bond. Like I compare it to, I believe a Soren article from the cracked days about like how everyone at the Olympic village fucks all the time. (laughs) Um, It feels like just, what if you, what if you had a, someone sat down and thought, 
what if I won the Olympics? But also, I boned and got true love. Now that's a movie. <laughs> like, it's ultimate that's wish right. fulfillment. And I think yeah. it succeeds in that regard. Yes. It's like, uh, uh, it's that plus an odd couple, right? Let's, okay. I guess what we're dancing around is, which do you think it is more? Because I feel like structurally, it veered into rom-com and abandoned sports, right? Yeah. I think so. Okay. I think in the end, they went with what was working in the on-screen and chemistry the chemistry between the two is the thing that yes, seems to be I think, a vehicle for I th- it. Okay, I think it stops being a sports movie when they win nationals. Like when they do their performance yeah. at nationals and he's very, very nervous and it looks like it might go really poorly. That's the only time you really feel attention with them on the ice. And then he skates really, really well and she's impressed while they're doing it. And like we really focus on that. And then the performance ends and they have this moment where they look at each other like, holy shit, we just did that. And then they did, mm-hmm. they do very well. And that's when everyone's like, okay, they can skate now. Like, who gives a shit? There's nowhere to Yeah, grow. who gives a shit about it? Yeah. Because the also, they set up early on that she, like, in fact, one of the only moments that they give for Kate to, like, actually develop as a character is when she has her kind of monologue where she basically says, like, the reason that I've never won and the reason I'm so, like, hard to deal with is that I don't know anything other than skating. And so, like, I know that it was going, it's, it's like a foregone conclusion that I will win the gold at some point. I just want to prolong this as long as I can, because I love skating and I don't know what I would do without it. And so it's like, that is the setup. You have this assumption of success. There's no stakes whatsoever or no feeling of conflict that that's going to go away. There's no other character that is, I don't know, a foil to that. Like an, uh, like a antagonist who's like twirling their mustache and is like, I'm a better skater than you. You know, like <laughs> well, we Brian. don't get that. And you would <laughs> get that. There's Brian. Oh, Brian. We need to talk about Brian. <laughs> My favorite part about Brian is that we get one little line when she's drunk and she's like, this is your, this is where you sleep because all the all the boys that they bring in sleep in the same like house yeah. on her compound or whatever and and she has a she has a little reference like she just references that brian who used to live here had mirrors on the ceiling yeah mirrors everywhere he was a fuck boy. <laughs> yeah he was a fuck boy yeah he fucks so much he needed mirrors he's perfect everywhere. for the olympics in that respect he's perfect yeah um, and the olympic village exactly yeah brian was her ex-partner so if you I don't. I don't know if you expect people to even listen to this without having listened to it, without having seen the film. But yeah, like Brian was the right. guy who blew it for her at the Calgary Olympics. She felt, and then he was the one who then makes it to the next Olympics with a different partner. Mm-hmm. And he's that's that sets up the the our protagonist is going to sleep that's with the wrong their woman. Effort. That's their posture toward making it a sports film. That's yes. that's the rival. Yeah. And he's not he's not a but rival even at then, all. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's not a rival. <laughs> he's just a fuck. In boy. fact, he comes uh, up and says, Doug is handsome and I wish you well and good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's such a fuckboy that he's like, I'll fuck you, I'll fuck you, I'll fuck everybody. But, Doug, you're sorry, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. In no, that no, same no, respect no, no. from the like the, the rom com version, which is you need to get like some other relationship out of the way so that these two people can be together we have like a half version of that as well which is Hale Hale is her boyfriend who's going to Harvard law school or business school or whatever but he couldn't be a nicer guy (laughs) he's like he's so kind and patient with her and at a certain point the relationship is just over so we can actually have our two protagonists together 
Yeah, in fact, one of the one of the arc, actual arcs with him that all of like his character is just at one point he's like, uh, you seem to be really like worked up about Doug all the time. You're probably in love with Doug. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he cuts helps, and their like, relationship has dissolved healthy. on the cut. He helps her come to terms with her, like find her own feelings, <laughs> yeah. which is really yeah, kind exactly. of him. Fucking yes, dude. <laughs> Finds her earring for her and like she's hurling abuse at him right. while he's at the Olympics with her for some, for some reason. And then <laughs> yes. she's, he's like, I think maybe I know what's going on here. I think maybe you're in love with Doug. Okay. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. He steps in front of a bus and he just gets wiped out of existence. Yeah. He's just, yeah. He's uh, yeah. So all these characters that are designed to be like foils and really propel the sports movie forward or like some form of conflict that would be outside of the romantic conflict. They, they nullify them within a few moves. So there really isn't much left standing at the end of the film. That makes me go. This is a sports movie. Um, you know what hybridized we sports well with other genres though was Friday Night Lights. I feel like yes. the series well, there's, nailed this, but not rom com. It had romantic through lines, but not rom com per se. I think Abe's right. That, like there are certain movies that lend themselves to the same. You can put them up against each other, and you can see, oh, this is where the same beats are supposed to happen. And like political movies, it does map really well to a sports movie. So you can combine politics and sports really, really great. Um, and I think that Friday Night Lights sort of qualifies as that because you've got like small town football, which has its own like there's a diplomacy to it. And right. um, whatever that like Springboks movie was with Matt Damon, where he's a, a South African rugby player, like there's politics and sports oh, do yeah. really great together. I feel. Oh, um, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans is outstanding. The Titans. Yeah. No, not Invincible. God damn it. Invictus. Invictus. <laughs> That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, good yeah. call. There's. I was thinking. I thought you were mentioning the Wahlberg film, the Disney Wahlberg football <laughs> film. Oh, Invincible. Invincible. Yeah. Yeah. He's just the Boston, just an asshole <laughs> who just <laughs> just plays football. And we're all like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. I, if you, I don't know if you'll ever have a chance to, because we don't watch DVDs anymore. But there's a commentary from the guy who that movie's about over uh oh, invincible great. and he cries like four times throughout the, the movie oh my god oh that's special <laughs> because it's such a great memory for him and also like this is all just ball washing for him they've got mark Wahlberg that's to right. play him and like he couldn't be a better person throughout that's the whole like movie antoine fisher watching antoine fisher <laughs> be like they really nailed it <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like he just is so in love with this movie because of the way it presents him. Of course. I think I <laughs> if I saw my life rendered as a real big budget glossy perfect version Hollywood movie, I would probably cry. I'd be like I am so great. It's true. My shit is poignant. My shit is the shit that matters. Oh my god. It might even overshadow it might overshadow the distaste of having you being played by Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough turn. Oh, I don't think this guy that's cares tough... at all. I think this guy was Yeah, this into guy it. thinks it's a plus. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, so I think that's, you know, I think we kind of I'm trying to think movie. of who would be the analog of like even though i do kind of like him but like i don't know if it was if the michael swain story came out and it was like bill burr i'd be like i don't know where they got that from that's weird (laughs) 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 trying to think who would rub me the wrong way but like why is it them Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> right. Ah, how history remembers us. Uh, he, there is a central conflict in this movie that they kind of blaze over for JB Sweeney's character, which is that after we have spent all the time in boot camp and he is now a figure skater and he's really good, they have that sequence where he goes back home, right? Mm-hmm. He goes to Boston or whatever, and uh, or it, like goes to Minnesota and then up to Boston. I don't understand, but um, there's this thing where he goes to his old bar meets his brother and like all the crew there that you know the penalty box god he the yeah he still think he's a god on ice and he tells them he tells them that he's a figure skater and my favorite part of that is my perhaps favorite part of the movie is his brother tells him that that reason that that is bad if you look at those lines is because that figure skating is a slippery slope to becoming a mascot for a professional ice yeah. hockey team. His brother's super <laughs> worried he's going to be on the ice capades. <laughs> which is just A, not true. I don't think that that's true in, in any any version of reality. Yeah, it's not a fast And two, track. it's like, I don't know why that that's bad. Why would that bring shame so upon your family? Why does also, it apparently yeah. suck? Yeah, exactly. Because I guess it, it's it's machismo. It's all, you know, hockey. Rah, rah, but not rah. suck but like still. I'm going to make fun of you. Suck like... We have to fist fight because you're dishonoring you the family. <laughs> yeah. with, your, with your fancy pants and your spin kicks. I, th- one of my favorite jokes in the movie, though, is when he comes back. When he, he, he tells everyone, he's, I guess, told his brother he's been in the Merchant Marines until that point. And he yeah. gets back yeah. to the bar and everyone's like, so what's the, what was the sale? Like, like, or like whatever their questions are for a Merchant Marine. And he's like, <laughs> and, he, and he has to come clean to everybody that he wasn't doing that. And he goes, mm-hmm. I've been, uh, actually, I've been figure skating and somebody goes finger painting like the, it's yeah. figure skating is not even on their radar as like they don't know what it is so it's unfathomable in minnesota it's, they live in like ice country ice and they have country. no idea it's what figure skating is they're just like what is that i think maybe he said finger painting wrong i think maybe he said yeah, finger painting. that must be it that must be it yeah it's uh amazing amazing depiction of minnesota yeah <laughs> I, this is the other reason i don't think it's a sports movie either is that he's he's in minnesota he's like lived in minnesota his whole life and he's in like rural town minnesota now minnesota up until 1993 had a great hockey team called uh, the North Stars which then moved mm-hmm. but the North Stars had a huge rivalry during that period with the Blackhawks which is Chicago's team and you would have if you, let's say like you walked into a bar in Minnesota wearing a Blackhawks jersey I think you would have gotten the shit beat out of you in rural <laughs> Minnesota yeah, right. but he's for whatever reason in love with the Blackhawks instead of the North Stars and it doesn't make any sense he, he like gives her yeah. a Blackhawks jersey. He gives her like Bobby Hole's jersey. He calls it Bobby Hole's mm-hmm. sweater, by the way, which is a weird thing. <laughs> Just, yeah, is, oh, weird I thing was going to ask, is that a thing in a hockey? That's a real I hard. don't know. I don't think so. I you all call them sweaters over there? I think, they, I think yeah, they're they jerseys, come. man. Right. I, I thought think, they were jerseys. I think they are. I don't think that there uh, <laughs> would be a reason to call it a sweater because it's not. It's this a jersey. This is uh, Bobby Hole's button down. You wear that. So I'm not call it a pullover sometimes it's not clear like why they would have the blackhawks was like maybe the worst choice they could have had because that's the absolute rivalry of the north stars during like the early 90s late 80s and i i feel like this movie would have made a lot of people in minnesota really mad (laughs) yeah do you think it's to show that he's a little weirder than like he's 
he's he doesn't just fit in. He's a punk rock world. hockey player. Yeah, that yeah, could or be. something. I don't know. I'm trying to f- could be, but like, I feel like people who know hockey better than I would probably find a reason for that to be true. I haven't seen it, but I know everyone loves do. it. Does Goon have successfully blend rom com and sports? Goon is. Uh, it's buddy comedy. Yeah, buddy comedy and sports. Well, actually, that, that's not that true. Works and it's more. it's not really rom com. It's more of actually just a romance. Like it's 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 <laughs> through and through. They're not having sex. They're making love, my friend. <laughs> it's it's through and through a sports movie. I'd okay. Say. It's but it there are buddy comedy elements of it. It's less like I'm trying to make a form a thing that you're familiar with right. it's like actually Goon is a, definitely a sports movie yeah and with with elements of romance movie. in it and that's what i think a lot of really successful I, in fact i can't think of a single sports movie that doesn't have like some romance in it where like the guy has to get the girl at the end Moneyball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets Jonah Hill at the end, or Jonah Hill gets him. I guess he yeah, gets called a good that. egg, and that's that's a, yeah. that's how I that's say I love treat. you. That's the attaboy. That's in right. Billy Bean. <laughs> By the way, my favorite joke from this movie: Don't worry, I'll stop throwing up. It only takes me like ten minutes usually to relax. Our program's only two and a half minutes. Oh, classic. Oh, that's yeah. not bad. But it is. That- it's clearly a rom com. Like I don't know. Yeah, we're all just saying the same thing. That's, but they, that scene to me is amazing. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. Oh, I was just going. gonna bring up evidence before the jury. Like, but we're always fighting foreplay, or uh, right. You're an insufferable asshole of the lowest order. Just skate, and you're like, these are rom com <laughs> lines, not sports movie lines. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> these are the tropes of the rom com. I wouldn't wish this on a snake. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. When he quits, he says, I wouldn't wish this on a snake. Because, <laughs> you know, wishing shit on snakes, I guess, is the thing that we do. No, you were referencing the, the vomit scene or the scene where he's like, he's throwing up because he's nervous. Before the Olympics, that as you might be. That made me think of, like, so, there, I, I'm trying to imagine if there's a better, like, sports moment that could ever occur i think the best thing that would ever happen is if someone was on the ice it could be in hockey it could be it's best in figure skating and just vomits on the ice (laughs) if we had footage of that that would be the greatest sports moment in all of history right like that is the funniest best olympic sport to project vomit i think (laughs) maybe the ski jump would also be good like at the apex of the jump like right at the apex (laughs) right as they right as their legs split and and they just throw up between it and it just trails behind them them. yeah (laughs) but of course of course, the wind is swatting it back into the face. <laughs> I get uh, now. I'm thinking like there's a ton of winter sports that would be fun. I mean, like being on like that whatever the skull sled is, not the bobsled, but the one where you're head first on the ice. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> or even just the front guy and the two man luge, and then the bad guy gets it. It's funny, no. Vomiting on ice or going really fast, really funny. Vomiting at the Winter Olympics, we need this. Slops there, it just slops right on the ice. It's slippery. It's perfect. I don't know what you do with it. I don't know what you do with it. All I know is that I had that thought, and now I never. And now I want to see it. And this movie was a coward for not throwing a discus. Not as funny. Not Triple as jump, not oh. as funny. It's Winter Olympics. Ooh, discus actually is that the one where they like spin in a circle? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, true. Yeah. I guess. I guess maybe throwing up <laughs> is funny in sports. It just always works. 
I mean, like if baseball, it's not as funny. No, like, there's not really an activity. There's no baseball throwing, up throwing up in baseball. <laughs> but but like winter sports, for some reason, it's really it's good. really fun, and really especially good. on ice. I part of it is that I don't know ice well enough to know like how you get that off. Then I don't know. Like, can you just scrape yeah. it off and it's like a windshield scraper, like Fargo? Yeah, you're gonna need a zamboni to cover it up. At the I end. think you must. And then also, it's warm, so like the minute it hits the ice, it's melting mm-hmm. into the ice a little it's bit. It's melting in the ice, but it's also becoming chilled yeah. vomit. As, so it's got a lot of. There's a lot of complexity, as Soren points out in this joke. Very complex joke. Very, very they, deep yeah. Joke. They don't bother to show vomit in this movie, and I don't know if that's like a ratings thing. But what they do instead is they establish that it is super gross behind the curtain where he's throwing up because there's a six or seven year old girl who makes a face. She goes, "Ew!" Yeah. Who's and yeah. a six or seven year old girl who's dressed to skate. She's in her skating outfit at nationals, and I don't know what the fuck what she's doing she- there. <laughs> Is this like Junior Olympics as well? Like, yeah, what's going it's on? not clear. She's the only child in the whole movie. Oh, and, and she... they, well, they accomplish the fact that we're even at the Olympics with some very inset close-ups yeah. of the kinds of things you might see at opening ceremonies, and then a hard cut to a very small, manageable press room that we see the whole Olympics from. So, like, obviously. They, they couldn't, couldn't accomplish Olympics. the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't have crowds, you know, and that's fair. That That's honestly fair. The budget on this wasn't crazy. I was very excited to talk about this movie specifically with you guys after the first two minutes of watching it, because I realized that we have been right in that uh, stadium, the three of us. Well, we the went, Olympics Stadium or the Calgary no, Stadium? The Calgary, that's the Calgary Rodeo. Oh, that's, that's the Calgary where I Rodeo. interviewed Tom Kenny about his role as SpongeBob. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, Tom Kenny, that's where Michael did it. <laughs> Tom Kenny, that's, <laughs> that's he's bizarre. He's standing right there. Yeah, we've been in there. Mm. And we, I interviewed Adam Tudyk there. You interviewed Tom Kenny. Like, Daniel we, interviewed Stan Lee, I think. Yes, yeah, Stan Lee, right on that. Yeah. And all like right. And I looked at this because you recognize the seats. The seats are all like a very strange multicolor. Um, the palette right. is a is a Paul Thomas Anderson. And they movie. never changed it, and yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it yeah. looks so great. It was, like I was excited to, to. I was like, yes, there couldn't be more perfect people to talk to about this. Yeah, those interviews yeah. are wild because I'm pretty sure that to this day is the <clears throat> biggest crowd I've ever been in front of, just yeah. in terms of sheer live bodies, because it's this convention like a comics convention, but it's attached to right. a real stadium, and they would have interviews with you know, the like figureheads of the convention. And most people, if you're attending, you're like, yeah, I'll show up to the big thing. Right. So we would just conduct the interviews, but I was terrified for that. Like the, for the Tom Kenny one, man, I was devastatingly nervous. It's like a blank to me. There were so many people there and that's normally for what rodeos. Yes. That's the rodeo grounds. And they have a huge like rodeo days in Calgary. It's a very, very big deal. It's like a three day event. Um, and I guess the, some of the Olympics was just there, <laughs> but it was mm-hmm. very exciting to see. Yeah. I mean, I believe. And it was, you're absolutely right. Like that's like the thing that I've done in my life in front of the most people at once. Yeah. And it's terrifying. When you were backstage with Alan Tudyk, did you go like, Hey, cutting edge. Huh? <laughs> cutting edge. <laughs> cutting edge. <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> 
just vomit. You know on what I mean? Eggs. Foreplay. <laughs> foreplay, Adam. I this mean, thing Alan, we do, it's foreplay. whatever your name is. Yeah, <laughs> <Alan>. <laughs> you, you, you big time, Alan. Dude. <laughs> that's such a. That's perfect. That's so perfect. Um, but in the skating, yeah. and like they have to have for the Olympics and everything in this movie, you have to show people in the audience while you're showing the skating, and it's very tough to do, obviously, because you can't have that many extras. Right. And so instead, there's this new conceit that we just live with, which is that. At ice skating events, it's very smoky, <laughs> and the light just sort of shines through the smoke somehow, and you only get well, yeah, like little glimpses. That's the year, that's the year laser tag was added to the <laughs> roster. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is it's really fun to watch because they're skating on ice, and it's like it's almost completely black in these stadiums, and then yes. every once in a while you get a pan of the audience, and they're all wearing winter gear to let you know that. We are at the Winter Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is cold, which is not the case. If you've ever been to a hockey game or anything, it's not like yeah. you're fine in a t-shirt. But these people are wearing headbands yeah. and like Obermeyer ski jackets and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Clapping. That's great. It's great. That's yeah. I mean, they do. I uh, There's some iconic shots in this movie, though. Um, oh, here like we that, go. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, here we go. They like at the all that like slow shutter speed stuff actually does look fairly good like when they do pull off the big final secret move mm-hmm. you know it's like it's so short and it's like less than a minute minute of development but like the shot is so good that i do remember it because i remember i watched this movie kind of a lot when i was a kid surprisingly because yeah. it was one of the vhs i we had it on vhs and i don't know why i just liked this movie uh it's kind of just very strange don't know why that is i'm sure a therapist would <laughs> say why i could gravitate towards more forward oh. commanding and seemingly unapproachable women than i don't they know they just write have. toe pick on their pad <laughs> toe pick, yeah, just like oh, and pull me back in uh but like yeah there's some like I remember thinking that the sparklers shot. Yes. You yeah. Know? The, at you New know, Year's. That one. Yeah. At New Year's. Is, that one's like, I remember that. Like there's. Yeah. I think that that's the shot that like people remember when they think of this movie. There's like some good work, I, I'd say. It does work really uh, well. And, it's like a buddy. They're all kissing different people on New Year's and they're all pl- these very platonic kisses. I guess his aren't. He's got like some really <sighs> lusty kisses with yeah. some random women. Sloppy kisses. Yeah. <laughs> but like as they're making their way down this line of people kissing each other on New Year's, all of a sudden they're forced together like two people dancing in like a place where all of a sudden you have a new right. partner. And then there's a sparkler right between them. And it's it is a really great shot. And they you they look good <laughs> they look good yeah i think they pull it off i have to give it to them they also pull off some of the fancier stuff uh in terms of the skating obviously the stunt people are like really yeah. good uh and they cut they have to cut around it but i don't know it and then just for does the big really... argument scene where it almost falls apart he gets so mad that it does dutch angles oh he's so angry yeah, <laughs> the yeah, camera can't so even angry. hold itself up yeah. all the way. <laughs> yeah exactly that's exactly right. That's exactly right. They yeah. follow, yeah, uh, like they use techniques. There's some craft to it. I do love that all is lost moment where it's she's she's mentioning that nothing in her life has been up to expectation and she's just paddling and she apologizes for wasting people's time and all that stuff. And then afterward, she contemplates it sitting on a parapet of her castle. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought that, that was like one of like they really are doing like uh, great expectations, right? Doesn't he? Oh, she gifts yeah. him great expectations yeah. in a scene where 
for no reason, no reason in the plot whatsoever. She right. is nude She's the naked. entire scene. Yeah. Yeah. No reason. Yeah. Good lord. Talk about great yeah. expectations. I prefer Shrek. I think Shrek is what this movie is. Actually, <laughs> this is a this is a Shrek. Yeah, you know? we're at the end. She realizes she, or we all realize she's an ogre too. She's actually <laughs> good at, exactly. at hockey. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out who's the donkey character, yeah. but you know, not all, not all of them are perfect. It's not perfect analog. I think we could squeeze it yeah. in. We'd figure out a shoehorned character. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> that girl that makes the face. She's along for the ride, and she's providing commentary. Perfect. That's true. That's true. Um, Vomit face girl. Maybe it uh-huh. could be fuckboy Brian. Who knows? I, I, I did it's really Farquaad. believe them. I believed them when, like, that they. I wanted them to be together. You know, like, even though there were some problems yeah. with the movie, I was like, "That's the that only thing. Work. That's really the only thing the movie is or has going for that's, it." Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's like some good lines in. Like, I remember I did laugh when, uh, like, I forget what they're doing, but he's just like tying up his like hockey equipment. They're about to play hockey. I think he's about to short, and she's like. She is making fun of him for being like, you know, blue car or whatever. And he says, Doug can read. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Doug read. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doug Doug read. yeah, I can yeah. read. Yeah. It's just like, so he just cuts, cuts her right down immediately mm-hmm. where he's just like, I know what you're trying to do. You're yeah. trying to make fun of me. So I'm just going to jump into that it. That is a, yeah. um, that's cute. That's the scene where she's got a, a chair, a soft plush chair on the ice for reasons I don't understand. Yes, and she's reading. For reasons I don't know. <laughs> and, and he's he's like yeah. playing hockey around her with multiple sticks. See, because he's classic. She's classy, <laughs> and and he's uh, like a right. uh, brigand with his multiple sticks. Uh, yeah, that is is wild. That's wild. Um, let's see. There's a tra- there's a training montage where the coach teaches him the best way to grab her butt, which I guess would. I guess you would have to that do that. That would be a thing that like, you have to teach. Yeah. Here's the base. Here's where you get the, you know, the most, what, leverage, stability. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, they really play that for all it's worth. I also like the idea that they use fancy wire work to train for the spins and shit. Like, I wonder if that's true at the Olympic level. It probably is. I bet. Yeah, that they I bet. use, like, wire harnesses so that you can spin over and over and hold each other up and practice for hours. That's wild. I At that point, must. so if you're going to devote that much time to using your body in that way and involve wires, I just feel like I'd do martial arts instead of figure skating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just suddenly. I would rather I do wushu wires. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I think she didn't want to do martial arts because that's not like an easy path to get that gold medal in her daddy's box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's My, true. At the end of the day, she just wants to go back in time and have him tell her that I love you because you're my daughter. Yeah. Which is <laughs> I, t- something I think I've seen parodied before that moment and multiple things. But yeah, probably. Yeah. It's I, like the Simpsons thing. I just want There's you a, to say I love you. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me a lot of Blades of Glory, obviously, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Um, the glory. Because they're kind of like one of the best parts of the movie to me is like i think there's character characters called the wisermans or whatever the whiter they're the Weidermans. ones who fall and fuck up to allow them to qualify yeah. 
and like their whole deal is that they were in Lederhosen and it's like a fucking polka or some shit yeah. and it's just one it's it is legitimately like one of the more hilarious things that I've seen of like I don't understand figure skating this is nonsense because they are having a great time over there and I understand yeah. that that's there's probably it's like very elegant and they stuff, should have had more weirdly themed fucking teams polkas. yeah like it's like the burp, mime burp, team burp, like burp. let's do some warriors type shit here yeah i wish they did that the, but i mean that's not what this movie is right the figure um, skaters but... that are all in baseball jerseys like come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah clicking bottles on their fingers <laughs> yeah uh abe, uh, abe you said that this was a movie that you you don't know why you liked it so much when you were young it was a movie that, like really stuck in my craw too when i was younger like when you mentioned a couple of movies that i could choose from i was like Oh, fucking yeah, obviously, Cutting Edge. <laughs> I'd love to go back and watch that movie. And I think that's true of a lot of people. Because this movie is... You know that there are three other uh, sequels to this. Wow. No, yeah. There's the Cutting Edge going really... for gold. Cutting well, the Edge Blade chasing trilogy, the dream. right? <laughs> going for gold. Going for gold. <laughs> chasing the dream. Uh, and uh, the Cutting Edge, Fire and Ice. Fire and Ice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. These are... I'm never going to watch these, but I'm so glad that I know that they exist. That's amazing. So, yeah, it really did. I could see myself the, watching holds, uh, the hearts and minds of uh, yeah, it's, of the, the people in the 90s. I don't know why. Like, everyone, it just, it somehow, like, it knew the pulse of, of Does what it, was going on there. Have you seen them, Soren? Can we no, pick your brain no. about these? I okay. Because I, 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 so, I immediately have so many questions. Does it follow them? Do they fall out of love? Do they win the Olympics again? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's all new people each time. It's new okay. couples each time. Gotcha. But, um, but it's the same idea. It's a Shrek on ice, right? Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. It's two people who right. shouldn't be together having to work together. And lo and behold, that working together <clears throat> makes them realize how it much works. they have in common. And they fall in love. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, it's so many things. That's, that's life, why, isn't it? Oh, I mean, it's that's why I mentioned Blades of, of Glory. Yeah. It's like literally the same thing. Like the bad boy of skating and the refined uh, person of skating have to find a synthesis. And the synthesis is a little bit elegant, a little bit bad boy. Yeah. yeah. Like, it is actually how they win, right? Is that they, they, they right. incorporate his strength and it's rock. Uh, it makes me wonder yeah. when they were like making this film, I'm sure that, well, maybe they didn't get these shots first, but the hockey stuff there, we do get to see some hockey early on. Like we mm -hmm, get to see mm -hmm. him play in the Olympics and the choppy, like low frame rate stuff works pretty well for hockey shots where they're like on the ice where they, everything feels like it's oh, moving yeah. too fast. And like, you're just catching glimpses of stuff Checking each other and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. actually working really well. And I wonder if they were just like, all right, we did, we got like some, we, they do that stuff first because that comes at the beginning of the movie and they're like, all right, you know what? This is going to work. This is going to work for skating. And then they have right. to apply that to figure skating. It's like, oh no, this does not work at this all. This doesn't work. <laughs> There's no chaos. It's the exact opposite. They're required till they're like, well, where's the contact? Where's the, like, that's where it's going to make it interesting is in a slow shutter mm -hmm. speed, you need to show like, contact with stuff something bouncing off other stuff it's so so they're yeah. like all right well we're just gonna do like a lot of shots of the boots and it's just their ice skates we see their skates on the ice over and over and over again right like does yeah. it look good well it reminds me of gladiator is that good i don't know man <laughs> right i don't know i don't know what this I is that we're know. doing here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i think you're right i think it does work a lot better for hockey and then it's like they 
I think they fell in love with the look of it yeah. and then we're like I don't Beholden. I don't know why they chose it. I think it's actually probably a lot of things. It's probably more motivated by this is e this makes it easier for us to do some of the moves uh because if they didn't have the best skaters, right. you know, who can do amazing stuff to behold, which they did have like pretty good skaters and they had to pull out some stuff, but you just get the feeling from like a bunch of other movies that have done figure skating. Uh, and it's just like they just show it and it looks clean and like yes. a television like you watching the Olympics on TV. And they went this completely stylistic route that like totally separates it from you. It is from bizarre. Your, and it, also the final move bizarre. that they do where they're like he's he's spinning her around. There's get like there's an the biggest there's element no, like, of that is throwing shot. somebody and them landing. And like we don't actually yes. ever get to see that. No, nope. I, I felt like, like you glimpsed it at the very end. You but you don't get a wide tie in it all no. together. Like you get the it's they land it. They imply and the idea the of and she does something and she's on her feet again. Yeah, right. and they worked. Guess what? The thing worked. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, you see him let go. You see a, an insert of his hands letting go of her ankles, and then and her then landing. And you see her landing and being like, "Wow, that was wild." What I just did. That was the most crazy thing anyone in the stadium had ever seen in their lives. The end. <laughs> well, I want to see it. Well, they cut out right before, like right after the kiss. Yeah. She just vomits right all over the ice. <laughs> and it's just a perfect storybook ending, man. Oh, she's kind of leaned back. Like she's back in a <laughs> dip. And just fountains gaily up over her just, head and it all comes splashing back down. It's still like kind of still all over her face. <laughs> it's just looking up. <laughs> It's, it's almost more surprising uh, that you don't vomit after being swung around in a sideways fashion. Yeah. I had that thought when she like twisted, she went way too fast. Yeah. And, like she goes in circles <laughs> way too fast. Then, like, it's like, yeah, all right, no calm way. down with And the then spinning. she was like, shall we go again? And I'm like, dude, the fact that you're not acting like you're fucking losing your mind from dizziness. Get right this now, woman a VR helmet now because she's yeah, ready to go. I know. It is she's like, it's one of the weird. Put her on a boat. <laughs> non-practical effects in the movie where they speed her up it looks like a small wonder shot where like yeah. she's just spinning so fast that it's making noise yeah. <laughs> like her body's yeah. making noise and they're like all right cool it we don't that's not what this movie is <laughs> she sends she's him back robot. in time to before he boned that flu. <laughs> right. she's electricity starts yeah exactly it's just a terminator shot uh fucking hell it's man. interesting that it was such an good concept that it spawned an IP though, like a franchise. I had no idea there. It's true that it doesn't work for a lot of sports or, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I would like to see biathlon like oh, a, man. the world's fanciest skier has to work with a really sloppy shootist. It's just <laughs> a piece of shit. Yeah. That would be amazing. Like a wild West gunslinger. <laughs> That's <they're>, right. Yeah. <laughs> like a yeah. calamity. Jane. <laughs> Just a swearing up a storm it gets in the way of their relationship. It's like an yeah, Aryan alpine downhill <laughs> yeah, skier. Yeah. Norwegian skier who's this has been their life. <laughs> oh, I'd watch that. Yeah, we need more Olympic village movies. We really do. I would love to see more Olympic village depicted in film and just just because I'm so jealous of the, <laughs> the idea that everyone the, just the goes and they just all yeah. have sex with each other. And that's just how the yeah. Olympics is. Just the just mirrors on every wall. <laughs> yeah, there's like stories of people that are like returning to their room after a night out, uh, horning it up, and like going between the 
just like there's bunks. Like there's obviously different towers that people live in. Yeah. And going between the towers and seeing somebody in between the towers, just like an alley being like, and they're having sex and it's six in the morning. And then they, it just, everywhere you go, just it's like, like being on a compound. Well yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's because you have, yeah. I mean, everyone knows the reason why. Oh, <laughs> it's just a matter of- perfect people. We had to set uh, up a yeah, situation for them to do that. Well, we're all pumped. We're as beautiful as we could possibly or will ever be at the peak of our careers doing the thing that it feels like it's our destiny to achieve. Mm -hmm. Do you yes. want to blow off some steam? Yes, of course I do. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Also like, it's like, it's, this is all I've been reading about. I wasn't allowed to think about boys. I wasn't allowed to think about girls because yeah. I had to train, train, train. And then like, this was the moment that I've been training for and it's done. It's like, Oh, they'll be well, like, I did it. I got third. It's decided it's over now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Where does your eye turn then? Yeah. And then, there's, I heard also that, I, I mean, I read up on this constantly. I heard that if you have a gold medal as a man in the Olympics, uh -huh. that's like a currency. Like that's, that four is a, that's blow attractive. jobs and one hand <laughs> job. Yeah. There, there are women who are attracted to the men at the Olympics who have won, but it turns out the other direction, it doesn't matter. It's just like these yeah. horned up dudes are just like, which one's the hottest? <laughs> Yeah, right. I feel like a lot of people, they're like, well, didn't win gold, still got the bone, though. <laughs> you know, like, everyone's just pretty much like, this is a great time. We're all having a good time. Yeah. So See, I well want to be fuck. an Olympic Village groupie who takes the bronzes, who's like, hey, man, hey, come over here. I'll take care of you. You did, you did good. Mm -hmm. It's still very impressive what you did, all right? You earned <laughs> it. That's true. Just batting cleanup out yeah, there. Exactly. That is... That is some that's some fucked up shit, man. <laughs> no topic here. I mean, here. it's maniacal. It's through. maniacal. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you do what works, and if that's what works for you, Michael, I support you. Kind of works for I me too. I I feel like I join you. <laughs> kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that was, I'm I'm nowhere near an Olympic village in any time in my life. Yeah, I'm <laughs> afraid just... that door might have shut for me. I I guess <laughs> yeah. maybe my children. I could. I could start be becoming, I could become yeah. a very different father suddenly. That's so weird though, because you're like, all right, kids, get in there and start having sex <laughs> yeah. with all those other Olympians. <laughs> that, How'd it go, gonna... son? I won the gold, <laughs> dad. You know what that means, dad. I do, you son. Good job, dad. son. <laughs> We're all proud. <laughs> That's an archetype that we. It's I like see currency, dad. No, yeah, no, I it's know. Like currency. I want to like see the dad, <laughs> the dad who's got like who's being too hard on their kid early on in life, and they're like, <laughs> "You got to train, you got to train." It's and all like, for the village. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's the reason the dad's have... doing it is to like get the kid to the village. <laughs> Got to get you to the village. It's you like on Mount Olympus. It's amazing. It's the greatest. Yeah, you have to go. I, the orgy at the Olympic Village is your dream, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it never was my dream. I just wanted to become an accountant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. This is a what a fucking movie. What a movie. What a 1992. What a trip to exactly that year, specifically. <laughs> mm, yeah. Terry Quinn. What else do we got? What else do we got? I don't think I have anything else, my man. No, I, got, I went through everything. That I'm got. looking at my highlights. You threw me out of your room. Is this a bounceman <laughs> to a throw? No, that's illegal. No rule says a dog can't compete in the Olympics. Wait, that's for next episode. All right, yeah, I'm through it all. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. 
Well, boy, this sorry. takes it's put me in mind of our Night Riders episode. Oh right. yeah. Oh yeah. right. Soren, you're right. always such a good fit with a movie that's like fun and dumb. Oh, my they're my favorite movies. That's all I've got time yeah. for anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, 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 right. All right, so do see Moonfall then in that case. Okay. <laughs> I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. It's very it's very dumb. Perfect. <laughs> we were talking about it before. It's that's fun. just it's dumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but let's do the thing where you have to do the plug. You, we force you to plug. Yeah, you have to. What, what do you got going on? What Any projects you're working on? Anything exciting? What do you want to talk My about? My name is Soren Bowie, and you can find me on Twitter at Soren underscore LTD, and you can listen to uh, the podcast that I do with Daniel O'Brien, also from Crack. Uh, called Soren and Daniel. No, it's not. <laughs> it's <crap. laughs> I was like, that's not it. That's not what it's called. It's called Quick Question with Soren and Daniel, and it's available wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also watch my episodes of uh, American Dead, which I'll have one out probably in the fall. That's okay. as, that's as close as I can give you. <laughs> that's you know what I wanted to know. Yeah, yeah. fucking a. That's great. That's great. Good job, We're bud. so grateful to have you here as always. You're. Good friend of the the, You're the pod. You're our friend. <laughs> You're just a friend. In real yeah. life. In real life, it's nice to catch up with you, man. Yeah, thanks nice for having me on. You. I love doing this. Hell yeah! Till cool. next time. We talk at a movie. <laughs> Frame rate. Frame rate. Oh God. <laughs> this has been a small beans endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at Patreon.com/smallbeans. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com/forward/slash/smallbeans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the small beans grow into huge giant monster beans if you enjoyed this content module please like rate subscribe or tell a friend about us we love you <laughs>